Hey, it's G-Paul. To make the case for change harvesting as an approach, it's important to understand that the cost of reworking avoidance theory isn't imaginary or subtle, but both concrete and quite high. The most essential aspect of the RAT rework avoidance theory is its emphasis on the end point, the, the city on the hill, we call it. The central concept, define the city rigorously, optimize building it offline, move into it only when it's done, and never change it again. In the rat's idea of efficiency, changing a thing is waste. After all, why do we build it at all if we're just going to turn around and change it to get to the city on the hill? Why not just build the city on the hill that way to begin with? This idea that change is bad, that we should avoid having to change our systems, absolutely permeates the culture of software development, to the point where it's less an intellectual construct and more of a gut-level instinct. The rat seems to actually fear change. The cost of rat's sense of finality and its corresponding loading of change is concrete and very high. I won't even try to list every aspect of it, but let me lay out a few of them for you. One, when, when business considers a new project, they kitchen sink it, feature after feature after feature. This is perfectly rational, as years and years of working with rat projects have taught them well. You only get one shot, so make sure you get everything you're ever going to want. Of course, this makes time to market, both estimated and actual, far larger. The trade routinely plans, and hardly ever successfully executes, projects on the scale of quarters and even years. Further, it places all the complexity at the beginning and all the reward at the end. Software development death marches are commonplace, and they start right there, with projects that include everything but the kitchen sink. You can see this kind of thing coming from a mile away. Two, teams working in rat mode also gold plate everything they do try to do. This is not business only or geek only or UX only or any of that. At nearly every level and nearly every step, we buy the idea that we must build all and only the parts of the city on the hill. This isn't feature loading like the kitchen sink thing. Rather, it's making things better than they have to be to do their job. In code, it's often unneeded generality and incorrect predictions of later need. In UX, it's bells and whistles one user in a thousand will ever even notice. Back in our XP days, we used the term YAGNI. You ain't gonna need it. It was our way to remind ourselves as often as possible. Solve today's problem, not tomorrow's. The cost of gold plating, just like kitchen sinking, is greatly expanded time to market. Code is made far more complex than it needs to be, leading to a lack of understanding and confidence, leading in turn to both slower development and defect-laden releases. Three, finality means perfection, which seems admirable, but it leads inevitably to a fear, rational or otherwise, of imperfection. This isn't one cost, it's several, and it happens at several different levels in rat-based organizations. My mom used to say, Lord, honey, do something, even if it's wrong. What she was getting at was that the paralysis that comes from the fear of being wrong, of imperfection. In software development under the rat, the stakes of any given decision seem incredibly high because of the finality. It leads us to freeze in place, or it leads us to fight viciously. You see, the rat decision will be binding on us forever. It's a decision about the city on the hill. We can't try and experiment. We can't feel part of our city and see what happens. And of course, the fighting highlights egos too. I become my decision. Four, 
We divide the work by pieces of the city, which we draw strict interface walls between, then hand out to parallel teams for implementation. Seems like it makes sense, except in so much as it costs a fortune to work that way, and it hardly ever succeeds. The costs here are also multiple. Expensive control effort, long pole politics, and very late validation. Control. Organizations struggle desperately to manage this kind of parallelism. They introduce wait states and sync points, developing lockstep. They add documents and email and handoffs. Long pole politics. Because such projects inevitably run over budget and schedule, it becomes important to not be the long pole in the tent. The team or individual whose city piece isn't going to be ready in time. I've seen managers purposefully handicap other teams for just this purpose. Late validation. We can't find out if the code actually implements the city until all the pieces are there. This is a very late time to be discovering a problem. For added piquancy, notice that it's also at the point of maximum stress shortly before the deadline. 5. Since the rat factors above lead to late, expensive projects, it drives business to become perfect suckers for the variety of gimmicks that lean toward write less code. Codeless, buy, don't build, ML, anything that lets us dispense with programming. You know they see you coming, right? Some of these scams make Barnum look like a man of integrity and compassion, a veritable saint of plain dealing. Codeless, whether it's in-house or bought, is a joke. This time around and the 20 prior times, it's been the next big thing in my four decades in the trade. I'm especially fond of the natural language processing variety that's so hot right now. If you could use sufficiently rigorous spoken language to describe the solution you want, you'd already be a programmer. And buy, don't build? We'll just buy the pieces and there won't be any programming. They'll fit together and they'll do what we want. My mom will help us make the costumes. I've worked in healthcare a lot where that kind of thing is the rule. It suffers from every problem having a stable of programmers does. The difference? That stable works for you so you can tell it what to do and when. The people you bought your pieces from? <laughs> it is to laugh. So, let's wrap this up. That list isn't even complete, but at this point, you should be getting pretty suspicious of the sheer cost of rework avoidance theory, an idea that was meant to be about efficiency. Spent a lot of time over the last year talking about change harvesting from a very theoretical point of view. I'm built that way, what can I say? I know we've wandered far and wide, and it seems at times like it's just irrelevant philosophical hair-splitting, but it's not. The choice between embracing change and fearing it is a real choice, with real consequences. The cost of fearing it isn't just based in the simple truth that change comes whether we like it or not. It brings that cost with it everywhere, whether change happens or it doesn't. Rework avoidance theory drives our trade down incredibly expensive roads, providing little benefit and very high risk. It is a perfect formula for unprofitable software development. Understanding the concrete and very high cost of RAT is essential to considering an alternative. I'm Jeepaw. Thanks for listening. Hey folks, the Change Harvesting Camarada, an informal gathering of change harvesters, is open. Come to gpawhill.org slash camarada and check it out. Join today. The first 50 yearly members get a personal consultation with me, Jeepaw. Thanks. Thanks.